0: virtual couch. Let's get cozy and comfortable and get ready to hear some enlightening, Empowering and inspiring talk on the virtual couch for Letitia, on Letitia's Virtual Couch. Hey girl, let's go! Hello and welcome to Letitia's Virtual Couch. Today, we will be discussing one of my favorite pastimes and that's traveling and its effects on mental health. With more and more people becoming vaccinated as the border restrictions are being lifted, we are seeing more and more people flock to airports in search for some much needed respite after being cooped up for months. You may just be surprised, however, by some of the information you learned in this episode. So get cozy and comfortable, my little virtual couch potatoes, and let's go on a trip together to discuss traveling and mental health. The discussions on this podcast is for informational purposes only. If you find yourself becoming triggered by any topic, please refrain from listening and reach out to your nearest emergency room or dial 911. If you desire to seek therapy in the future, please Google and find your nearest therapist in close proximity to you. Thank you. Have a seat on the Birdfield couch. Get girl, let's go. I've decided that I'm a good person and that I deserve good things to happen to me. And therefore I've decided that I'm gonna pamper myself as much as possible. I'm going to look for as much fun, I'm going to look for as much fulfillment, I'm going to look for as much ease, I'm going to follow my ease, I'm going to follow my bliss, I'm going to follow my flow. Okay, welcome back. I'm so excited for today's episode because it's I'm talking about one of my favorite things, traveling. So let's begin. Um, It's no news that traveling is good for our physical well-being, right? But a significant amount of scientific research suggests that exploring a new place can do wonders for your mental and emotional health as well. So I will be giving you five evidence-based tips on uh, basically what traveling does for our, our bodies and our minds, our spirits, our souls. So I like to have evidence-based information because many people today talk what I call out the side of their necks. <laughs> and I like to say that my platform, my podcast show is different in the, in the fact that I like to give you the facts with a little bit of fun, of course. I don't want it to be boring for you because I want to bring out my personality. And I pride myself on being a very fun, lovable Um, person, right? (laughs) So with that said, let's begin. There's five, there are five evidence-based ways traveling makes our minds happy and healthy. And this was found in Forbes.com. And the author of this was Norma Nashish. I think that's how I'm pronouncing her name. If it's Nashish or Nashish, whatever the case, her last name is spelled. N-A-Z-I-S-H. So I would think it's nazish, okay? And this was in January of 2018. So number one, it has been stated that traveling is a great stress reliever or stress buster, it says in the article. And so I'm going to quote Dr. Tamara McClenta Greenberg of San Francisco, And she's a psychologist, actually. And she's also an author of Psychodynamic Perspectives on Aging and Illness. And this is what she said. The stress of work and daily demands can distract us from what we find to be actually meaningful and interesting. Okay. Thus, taking a break from the daily hustle and bustle is essential for your mind to relax, recharge, and rejuvenate. Absolutely. So traveling takes us away from the daily hustle and bustle. And... I can personally attest to that. It definitely does. Traveling also promotes happiness and helps us to take our minds off of stressful situations. So let me tell you what it really does inside the body because many of us, you know, may not know. Many of you may not know. This leads to lower cortisol levels, making you feel more calm and content. It also helps us reflect on our personal goals and interests at Greenberg. And um, she included a study from 2013, and I want to cite it to you, um, recite it to you rather. According to a 2013 study, more than 80% of Americans who were surveyed noticed significant drops in stress just after a day or two of traveling. I can attest again, it is very, very, very true. Very true. It is one of my great coping skills that I use, um, you know, among other things. I use it for coping, but I also use it just to um, educate myself on the world around me, okay? So even though um, I'm always uh, busy traveling, this is what she added, um, whether it's sightseeing, taking photos, or just exploring a destination by foot, I know I'm the calmest and most relaxed when I travel. That is very true. That is very true, because I can say when I'm on vacation, I'm like going nonstop, but I'm not not tired, (laughs) like seriously. So I guess uh, it's what what we're doing, if it's grueling or not, if it's personally satisfying to us, right? Okay, number two, it helps us reinvent ourselves. And then the article said it helps you reinvent um, yourself. But of course, I'm adding me in there because this is all true for me. And so uh, personally, I always say that the world is my classroom. And so, what I mean by that, I'm always constantly learning and expanding my mind as I learn so much by exploring and meeting new interesting people when I travel that I may have never even met before. Um, had I not gone, you know, um, traveling ser- seriously, I met so many interesting people along the way that I know probably I would have never met. And so, that's what it does for me it expands my mind and it just reinvents, you know, reinvent myself. It broadens my perspective. And it makes me more aware of new things. Um, I know for me, I love immersing myself in new cultures. And it just makes me look at the world as um as as bigger than what we have here in America. Cause sometimes I think we can get so egocentric. And I, I've um used that term in another podcast when I was talking about Shakari Richardson in the Olympics and how everyone was just so up in arms about her not being able to compete. Sometimes it's because we live in this bubble in America and we think that we're the only one that are, exi- you know, existing and everyone has to, you know, play by our rules. And that's not the case. And so when you travel and you see how other people live and you just have a greater respect for um, for other cultures um, other than our own. Number three, it boosts happiness and satisfaction. Absolutely true. Um, the new events and experiences rewire our brains, hence boosting our mood and self-confidence. So some of you cranky people out there, uh, get to traveling fast. <laughs> I'm joking, but really I'm not. I'm not joking at all. It does boost our happiness and satisfaction. And so I think that's just self-explanatory. Um, I just know for me, I'm I'm just happy and alive, which I'm like that anyway. I'm, I'm usually a very... Um, very happy, vibrant person. I always get that about my attitude. And so yeah, traveling just does um even more of that. It just boosted even more. It makes you mentally resilient. So hey, definitely it does. I know for me, solo traveling, and um this article actually alluded to the fact that solo solo traveling helps you um become more braver. Um, more brave, because I don't want to say braver, more brave, <laughs> more courageous, because you're out there by yourself navigating this world. And so definitely, I can see how it can make one more mentally resilient because you're using all of your senses, your faculties and um, just surviving because when you're solo traveling, you you don't have any room to make any crazy mistakes, right? Because we're in unfamiliar territory and uh, we're out of our comfort zone. And so I'm always, you know, I'm an avid believer that when you're out of your comfort zone, that's when you become more resilient, okay? When you're branching out. Number five, and the last one is it enhances our creativity. According to Adam Galinsky, a professor at Columbia Business School, visiting a foreign place and immersing yourself in their local environment increases your cognitive flexibility it also enhances depth and integrativeness of thought Hmm. consequently giving a boost to your creativity i can definitely agree with that when i come from a beautiful vacation which i can say all of my vacations are beautiful and inspiring I have a greater sense of creativity. Definitely I do. Um, I'm an author. Many of you out there may know. And if you don't know, if you're new to the couch, um, yes, I come back with a greater sense of creativity. And not only that, it's really self-explanatory because when you are learning new things, you have new ideas, right? So I would think that just would be a given. I just, you know, when you're traveling and you're learning new things, you have other things to Talk about right, so um, yeah, you know, traveling does all of these things for me. I know as a clinician, I encourage individuals to hold on to their pleasurable and peaceful aspect of their vacation as well, because there has been studies that show that the happiness and uh, the calmness that we receive during vacation really doesn't last too long only like a couple of weeks and I'm like oh my god the light bulb went off I had an epiphany because after vacation I feel like I want another one like really quickly but that could also just be because I love to travel I am you know I've always been a free spirited bird and um it's not like I live a stressful life because I really don't I like to just be out and just free But I know for some people, you know, that work stressful jobs and, you know, just have a, just a stressful lifestyle. um, It's been stated that the feeling doesn't last long. I was like, wow. So when you go back to work uh, a couple of weeks later, don't feel surprised that you may feel like you need another vacation because it's been scientifically proven that that actually happens. So I read you the five beautiful things about traveling um, that was, again, found in Forbes, well, found on Forbes.com. And that article was January 22nd, actually, 2018. So I will be back with more and some um, surprising things that you may have um, haven't learned about traveling. There are some negative things about traveling that even bogged my mind. And you know, that's very hard to do. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So I will be back after this break. Hey, this is your girl, Latisha, coming to you from the virtual couch. I want to take a little bit of your time today to discuss how to find the right therapist. Now, like with anything, your hairstylist, your gardener, your medical doctor, It may take a few tries before you find the right fit. Finding the right therapist is no different. So stay the course and don't give up. Also, I want to empower you to ask questions. Do not feel like you're being intrusive by asking questions, because guess what? This is the person that's gonna lead you and guide you towards your healing. And this is a very important partnership so i will say this even as a therapist myself if a therapist becomes offended by any questions that you may have just like with any other individual that i discussed before like your doctor your gardener whoever someone you know working on your home if they become offended you're probably not going to hire them right exactly Your therapist is no different, so don't feel offended. Don't be offended by the degrees and the licenses and yes, all those hard things we worked for, but we're here for you. And so it is your right to ask every question you need to ask to make sure it is the right fit for you. And again, it may take a few tries. And again, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that therapist is a bad person either. It just means that, you know what? They may not be the right person to guide you on your journey. Um, So I want to leave you with a a few resources. Uh, Psychologytoday.com is a resource where you can view various therapists and you can even input your area by your zip code, your city, and your state to find the therapist nearest you. You can also go to therapyforblackgirls.com and therapyforblackmen.org. Please seek these resources out. They are awesome. There are some wonderful, very experienced therapists on these sites, some of which are my beautiful colleagues. And I know the hard work that they do and they are waiting to hear from you. Okay, so I'm not gonna take any more of your time because I know you can't rush to, can't wait to get to that computer, right? and search out that therapist. So I'm not going to say anything further. If you want to tell me about your experience, I would love to hear about it. Please email me at virtualcouchpodcast1 at gmail.com and happy hunting. Take care. If you or someone you love is having thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1 800 273 8255. That's 1 800 273 TALK. It is available 24 hours, seven days a week. You are not alone. Is y'all enjoy Probably spot on the couch and get ready to hear our girl t-shirt drop some more gems on you. Drop some more gems on them, Leticia. Leticia drop some more gems on them. So, before the break, I had a very good segue as I begin to speak about traveling as being a little stressful. I know that's hard to believe being that traveling is always associated with fun, fond memories, great pictures, great food, and all of that good stuff, right? But international travel, yes, it can be fun, but it also can be stressful. Travel can spark mood changes, believe it or not, depression, anxiety, and uncharacteristic behaviors such as violence, suicidal thoughts, and excessive drug and alcohol use, or it can worsen symptoms in people with existing mental health issues. Anticipating the possible stresses of travel can help you cope with some of the thoughts and feelings that you may have before, during, and after your trip. So according to CDC, they have a few tips that you can engage in before, during, and after your trip. And I'm going to go over a little bit of um, some of those, rather. So before your trip, it is recommended that you speak to to your doctor, or I would say psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, and your medical doctor as well. When we say doctor, it um, it can encompass... uh, psychologists, you know, therapists, and, and the like. But I will say, talk to your doctors, mental and medical, okay? And so, you want to go over your physical and mental health history prior to going on a trip. Because, you know, when we travel, some things can definitely trigger. So, do not forget to mention any treatments for substance abuse, depression, or psychological problems and any prescription or over-the-counter medicines or supplements you may be taking. Um, so definitely talk to your doctors and also uh, make sure that good old insurance plan is um, working or if it can work overseas because, you know, when you're traveling international, most of the times your insurance may not cover some things that could happen. And if you saw the news a few years back, or just in general, because I've seen many cases of this, um, individuals can get sick abroad. And so you may want to get some health insurance tacked onto your trip. I know when I travel, it always giving me an option. I never do it. Sorry, but I don't. (laughs) I'm pretty healthy. And um, I said, if all else fails, just take me to the embassy. (laughs) I'm just being honest. Um, so, but don't use my advice that I do for myself. Okay. (laughs) So, um, you know, use, make sure you, especially if you have pre-existing conditions before you travel, I I will say do not use what I do for me. Okay. I'm stressing that. (laughs) So also make sure all of your medications are filled up. You don't want to go out of without um, having the proper medication, especially if you take medication for depression, anxiety, and also medical. But I'm trying to keep this podcast episode more towards the mental health. So I would say make sure all of your medicines are f- um, are filled. So you may want to go to your doctor to get any prescriptions that you may need. You don't want to run out overseas or not just overseas, just away from home, period, okay? Okay. So during your trip, take care of your health by eating healthy and exercising. Every time I go um, out of town, there's usually a gym in the hotel um, at the resort. I can probably count on one hand that I actually used it. And the reason why, before you judge me, is because when I'm on vacation, I'm always moving. I'm always active. So I get exercise in definitely. and I try to make sure I'm, I walk. I love to walk, if you know me personally. Um, so I really don't like to do stationary exercises because I think it's boring. I love to work out outside, and just by walking. Sightseeing, you know, that's still physical activity. Um, Also, the U.S. Embassy in your destination, I want to give you the address is www.usembassy.gov. So if anything were to happen, um, you definitely want to reach out to them. But get help immediately if you feel stressed, anxious, depressed, or even angry um, where you feel like you want to hurt yourself or hurt someone else. Okay. You also can locate your uh, local medical services. And um, they would notify your family and friends in the event of um, an emergency. And always have um, your family and friends' names and numbers written down somewhere just in case you may pass out or something. And um, an individual can notify your family um, and friends. I know these are some of the things you don't want to really think about when you're traveling, but we have to be more proactive because things can occur, Okay. If you need to seek out groups like um, AA, NA, and those stands for Alcoholic um, Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, you may want to call your sponsors and things um, like that prior to taking a vacation as well. And just let them know where you're going if you need to reach out because I know, and I've worked, with a substance abuse population. And I know NA and AA usually have a sponsor, someone ask your support, um, something may trigger you, you know. so definitely um, have those numbers at hand as well. And you may wanna reach out to just go over what your plan is in case something happened. You may wanna go over your triggers. So go to your groups if you're not going regularly, if you're listening to this podcast and you are in AA or NA so the last one after your trip because guess what you may have traveled and you weren't triggered you have the time of your life but as you know with any um, other mental health conditions things can come on later things you can be triggered later so according to this article symptoms of a mental health condition may not show up until after you return from your trip as i just said so go see your doctor or other health professional as soon as you think you need help. Tell the provider about your recent trip, activities and any medicines or supplements you may have taken." So um, I thought this article, it was really short, straight to the point, And it, um, it really had me think about some things that I never thought about before because as a avid travelnista, as I would like to call myself, I never looked at traveling as something that could trigger a mental health issue. But as I read this article, I thought about it. Traveling can be stressful. It really can. It can take a toll on your body too. Um, Maybe because my coping skills are are pretty well. I know what to do to take care of myself. I know how to pull back and shut it down. as my friends say. (laughs) They all know when I'm busy and when I just need a break, I shut it all down. Meaning... No phone calls, no anything. So I I take care of myself fairly well. Thank God for that. But, um, I know after I travel and and I can have a time of my life, I'm drained. I'm tired. Um, I, I sleep for like a couple of days. I really do. Even if it's a short trip, you know, it really takes a toll on your body. So just think of someone who has issues with, um, managing their stress levels and anxiety and and depression, you know, have issues with depression. So um, I don't wanna keep you guys long on the couch. I wanted to just go over traveling and mental health. And I would love to hear about just your trips that you've taken this summer. You know, the summer is almost up. We are in July, at the end of July at that. Well, really not the end just yet. The middle, but almost at the end. And um, I've been seeing online some uh, wonderful vacations people have been taking and, you know, things have been um, opening up um, since the restrictions have been lifted. But it seems like we may be headed back because we've had a um, few naughty people who didn't want to wear their mask or get vaccinated. But I'm not going to go there because I'm not going to judge anyone for making your personal decision. Um, But yeah, we may be closing back up again. And uh, with that said, I'm going to take one more vacation. To be honest with you, I am uh, pre-vacation mode, meaning uh, I would call this vacation eve. (laughs) I'm making up something. This is like my eve of a vacation, even though if you know me by listening to me, you're probably laughing because I'm always on vacation per my friend's. But I like to take vacations often, like short um, vacations, but often because, um, hey, I can't wait uh, once a year to take one one week and think that, no, not in the line of work that I have. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm fortunate enough where I can take little short vacations throughout the year. So I think this one is gonna be my last one for the summer. Um, I'm an island girl. Uh and I love the sand and the the beach and the turquoise water. I'm not an island girl naturally, but I am. <laughs> Meaning that I love vitamin C, S-E-A, not the letter C, even though we need that as well. But I love water. Um I love being around water. I think it's calming and, and I think I spoke on that in some other, um, another, um, podcast episode. I think I did, or maybe it's in one of my books. I'm always writing too, but water is, and you know what? I spoke about it in my latest book actually, and you need to pick that up. But yeah, you know, we are mostly water. So I was like, okay, that's probably why I feel more at ease and calm with water. So, With that said, I will be taking another island vacation um, tomorrow. I'll be going to the Dominican Republic again, Putacana, which is one of my favorite places to visit. But um, before I forget, pick up my book, Living Your Best Life Uninterrupted, Undeniably and Unapologetically, A Self-Care Toolkit. See how um, I just did that shameless plug, but hey, this is my podcast, so I can do what I want to do with it, right? <laughs> Why not promote one of my latest books? So again, Living Your Best Life Uninterrupted, Undeniably, and Unapologetically, a self-care tool kit by yours truly, and it's um, available on Amazon, and I've been getting a lot of good reviews about this book and it's just a book about self-care, how to take care of yourself. And I think I talk about traveling in there too. So um it was good to mention this book for this um this episode and so many others as well because this is what I use this platform form for is to help you you know to inspire to educate to empower to yeah just have you living at your best and highest self. Okay. So with that said, I'm not going to ramble any further. My little virtual couch potatoes, you know, um, I want to hear from you. Please email me at virtualcouchpodcast one at gmail.com. And I am getting ready to go pack some more and head on out of here tomorrow. So with that said, thank you and God bless you. Wasn't that show fire? I hope you enjoyed your time on the virtual couch with our girl Leticia on Leticia's virtual couch. You did that, Leticia. Leticia's virtual couch.